Chapter eleven of Religio Medici and Hydriotaphia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Hydrotaphia by Thomas Brown. Chapter two. The solemnities, ceremonies, rites of their cremation or interment so solemnly delivered by authors we shall not disparage our reader to repeat only the last and lasting part in their urns collected bones and ashes we cannot wholly omit or decline that subject which occasion lately presented in some discovered among us in a field of old walsingham not many months past were digged up between forty and fifty urns deposited in a dry and sandy soil not a yard deep nor far from one another not all strictly of one figure but most answering these described some containing two pounds of bones and teeth with fresh impressions of their combustion besides the extraneous substances like pieces of small boxes or combs handsomely wrought handles of small brass instruments brazen nippers and in one some kind of opal near the same plot of ground for about six yards compass were digged up coals and incinerated substances which begat conjecture that this was the ustrina or place of burning their bodies or some sacrificing place unto the manes which was properly below the surface of the ground as the array and altars unto the gods and heroes above it that these were the urns of romans from the common custom and place where they were found is no obscure conjecture not far from a roman garrison and but five miles from brancaster set down by ancient record under the name of Brenodunum, and where the adjoining town containing seven parishes in no very different sound but saxon termination still retains the name of burnham which being an early station it is not improbable the neighbour parts were filled with habitations either of romans themselves or britons romanized which observed the roman customs nor is it improbable that the romans early possessed this country for though we meet not with such strict particulars of these parts before the new institution of constantine and military charge of the count of the saxon shore and that about the saxon invasions the dalmatian horsemen were in the garrison of brancaster yet in the time of claudius vespasian and severus we find no less than three legions dispersed through the province of britain and as high as the reign of claudius a great overthrow was given unto the iceni by the roman lieutenant ostorius not long after the country was so molested that in hope of a better state Prostagus bequeathed his kingdom unto Nero and his daughters, and Boadicea, his queen, fought the last decisive battle with Paulinus, after which time, and conquest of Agricola, the lieutenant of Vespasian, probable it is they wholly possessed this country, ordering it into garrisons or habitations best suitable with their securities. And so some Roman habitations not improbable in these parts, as high as the time of Vespasian, where the Saxons after seated, in whose thin-filled maps we yet find the name of Walsingham. 
now if the Iceni were but gamadins anconians or men that lived in an angle which or elbow of britain according to the original etymology this country will challenge the emphatical appellation as most probably making the elbow or icon of Icenia. that britain was notably populous is undeniable from that expression of caesar hominum infinita multitudo es crebberimaque adificia fere galicis consimilia caesar de bello gallico lib five that the romans themselves were early in no small numbers seventy thousand with their associates slain by Boadicea, affords a sure account and though not many roman habitations are now known yet some by old works rampiers coins and urns do testify their possessions some urns have been found at castor some also about south creek and not many years past no less than ten in a field at buston not near any recorded garrison nor is it strange to find roman coins of copper and silver among us of vespasian trajan adrian commodus antoninus severus etc but the greater number of diocletian constantine constans valens with many of victorinus posthumius tetricus and the thirty tyrants in the reign of gallienus and some as high as adrianus have been found about thetford or Cetomagus, mentioned in the itinerary of antoninus as the way from venta or castor unto london but the most frequent discovery is made at the two castors by norwich and yarmouth at burcastle and brancaster besides the norman saxon and danish pieces of cuthred canutus william matilda and others some british coins of gold have been dispersedly found and no small number of silver pieces near norwich with a rude head upon the obverse and an ill-formed horse on the reverse with inscriptions ic duro t whether implying Iceni, Durotriges, Tascia, or Trinobantes, we leave to higher conjecture. Vulgar chronology will have Norwich Castle as old as Julius Caesar, but his distance from these parts, and its Gothic form of structure, abridgeth such antiquity. The British coins afford conjecture of early habitation in these parts, though the city of Norwich arose from the ruins of Venta, and though perhaps not without some habitation before was enlarged builded and nominated by the saxons in what bulk or populosity it stood in the old east angle monarchy tradition and history are silent considerable it was in the danish eruptions when sueno burnt thetford and norwich and ulfcatel the governor thereof was able to make some resistance and after endeavoured to burn the danish navy how the Romans left so many coins in countries of their conquests seems of hard resolution, except we consider how they buried them underground when, upon barbarous invasions, they were fain to desert their habitations in most part of their empire, and the strictness of their laws forbidding to transfer them to any other uses, wherein the Spartans were singular who, to make their copper money useless, contempered it with vinegar. That the Britons left any, some wonder, since their money was iron and iron rings before caesar and those of after stamp by permission and but small in bulk and bigness that so few of the saxons remain because 
overcome by succeeding conquerors upon the place, their coins by degrees passed into other stamps and the marks of after ages. Than the time of these urns deposited, or precise antiquity of these relics, nothing of more uncertainty. For since the lieutenant of Claudius seems to have made the first progress into these parts, since Bodicea was overthrown by the forces of Nero, and Agricola put a full end to these conquests, it is not probable the country was fully garrisoned or planted before, and therefore, however these urns might be of later date, not likely of higher antiquity. And the succeeding emperors desisted not from their conquests in these and other parts, as testified by history and medal inscription yet extant. The province of Britain, in so divided a distance from Rome, beholding the faces of many imperial persons, and in large account, know of fewer than Caesar, Claudius, Britannicus, Vespasian, Titus, Adrian, Severus, Commodus, Geta, and Caracalla. A great obscurity herein, because no medal or emperor's coin enclosed, which might denote the date of their interments, observable in many urns, and found in those of Spitalfields, by London, which contain the coins of Claudius, Vespasian, Commodus, Antoninus, attended with lacrimatories, lamps, bottles of liquor, and other appurtenances of affectionate superstition, which in these rural interments were wanting. Some uncertainty there is from the period or term of burning, or the cessation of that practice. Macrobius affirmeth it was disused in his days, but most agree, though without authentic record, that it ceased with the Antonini, most safely to be understood after the reign of those emperors, which assume the name of Antoninus, extending unto Heliogabalus. Not strictly after Marcus, for about fifty years later, we find the magnificent burning and consecration of service, and if we so fix this period or cessation, these urns will challenge above thirteen hundred years. But whether this practice was only then left by emperors and great persons, or generally about Rome, and not in other provinces, we hold no authentic account. For after Tertullian in the days of Minucius, it was obviously objected upon Christians, that they condemned the practice of burning, execranto rogos et damnant ignium sepulturam. And we find a passage in Sidonius, which asserteth that practice in France unto a lower account, and perhaps not fully disused till Christianity fully established, which gave the final extinction to these sepulchral bonfires. Whether they were the bones of men or women or children, no authentic decision from ancient custom in distinct places of burial, although not improbably conjectured that the double sepulture or burying-place of Abraham had in it such intention, but from exility of bones, thinness of skulls, smallness of teeth, ribs, and thigh-bones, not improbable that many thereof were persons of minor age or woman, confirmable also from things contained in them. In most were found substances resembling combs, plates like boxes, fastened with iron pins, and handsomely overwrought like the necks or bridges of musical instruments, long brass plates overwrought like the handles of neat implements, brazen nippers to pull away hair, and in one a kind of opal, yet maintaining a bluish colour. Now that they accustomed to burn or bury with them, things wherein they excelled, delighted, or which were dear unto them, either as farewells unto all pleasure, or vain apprehension that they might use them in the other world, is testified by all antiquity, observable from the gem or beryl ring upon the finger of Cynthia, the mistress of Propertius, when after her funeral pyre 
her ghost appeared unto him, and notably illustrated from the contents of that Roman urn preserved by Cardinal Farnese, wherein, besides great number of gems with heads of gods and goddesses, were found an ape of agar, a grasshopper, an elephant of amber, a crystal ball, three glasses, two spoons, and six nuts of crystal, and beyond the content of urns in the monument of Childeric I, and fourth king from Pharamond, casually discovered three years past at Tournay, restoring unto the world much gold, richly adorning his sword, two hundred rubies, many hundred imperial coins, three hundred golden bees, the bones and horseshoes of his horse interred with him, according to the barbarous magnificence of those days, in their sepulchral obsequies. Although if we steer by the conjecture of many a septuagint expression, some trace thereof may be found even with the ancient Hebrews, not only from the sepulchral treasure of David, but the circumcision knives which Joshua also buried. Some men, considering the contents of these urns, lasting pieces and toys included in them, and the custom of burning with many other nations, might somewhat doubt whether all urns found among us were properly Roman relics, or some not belonging unto our British, Saxon, or Danish forefathers. In the form of burial among the ancient Britons, the large discourses of Caesar, Tacitus, and Strabo are silent. For the discovery whereof, with other particulars, we much deplore the loss of that letter which Cicero expected or received from his brother Quintus, as a resolution of British customs, or the account which might have been made by Scribonius Largus, the physician accompanying the Emperor Claudius, who might have also discovered that frugal bit of the old Britons, which in the bigness of a bean could satisfy their thirst and hunger. But that the Druids and ruling priests used to burn and bury, is expressed by Pomponius, that Bolinus, the brother of Brennus and king of the Britons, was burnt, is acknowledged by Polydorus, as also by Amandus Xerocensis in Historia, and Pineda in his Universa Historia, Spanish, that they held that practice in Gallia, Caesar expressly delivereth, whether the Britons, probably descended from them, of like religion, language, and manners, did not sometimes make use of burning, or whether at least such as were after civilised unto the Roman life and manners, conformed not unto this practice, we have no historical assertion or denial. But since, from the account of Tacitus, the Romans early wrought so much civility upon the British stock, that they brought them to build temples, to wear the gown, and study the Roman laws and language, that they conformed also unto their religious rites and customs in burials, seems no improbable conjecture. That burning the dead was used in Sarmatia is affirmed by Gaguinus, that the Suyons and Gathlanders used to burn their princes and great persons, is delivered by Saxo and Oleus. That this was the old German practice is also asserted by Tacitus, and though we are bare in historical particulars of such obsequies in this island, or that the Saxons, Jutes, and Angles burnt their dead, yet came they from parts where twas of ancient practice, the Germans using it, from whom they were descended. And even in Jutland and Slesic in Anglia Cumbrica, urns with bones were found not many years before us. But the Danish and northern nations have raised an era or point of compute from their custom of burning their dead, some deriving it from Unguinus, some from Frotho the Great, who ordained by law that princes and chief commanders should be committed unto the fire, though the common sort had the common grave interment. So Starcatarus, that old hero, was burnt, 
and Ringo royally burnt the body of Harold, the king slain by him. What time this custom generally expired in that nation, we discern no assured period, whether it ceased before Christianity or upon their conversion by Oscurius the Gaul, in the time of Ludovicus Pius, the son of Charles the Great, according to good computes, or whether it might not be used by some persons, while for an hundred and eighty years paganism and Christianity were promiscuously embraced among them, there is no assured conclusion. About which times the Danes were busy in England, and particularly infested this country, where many castles and strongholds were built by them, or against them, and great number of names and families still derived from them. But since this custom was probably disused before their invasion or conquest, and the Romans confessedly practised the same since their possession of this island, the most assured account will fall upon the Romans, or Britons Romanized. However, certain it is that urns conceived of no Roman original are often digged up both in Norway and Denmark, handsomely described and graphically represented by the learned physician Vermius, and in some parts of Denmark in no ordinary number, as stands delivered by authors exactly describing those countries, and they contain not only bones but many other substances in them, as knives, pieces of iron, brass, and wood and one of Norway, a brass-gilded Jew's harp. Nor were they confused or callous in disposing the noblest sort, while they placed large stones in circle about the urns or bodies, which they interred, somewhat answerable unto the monument of Rolric stones in England, or sepulchral monument probably erected by Rollo, who after conquered Normandy, where tis not improbable somewhat might be discovered. Meanwhile, to what nation or person belonged that large urn found at Ashbury, in Cheshire, containing mighty bones and a buckler, what those large urns found at Little Massingham, in Norfolk, or why the Anglesey urns are placed with their mouths downward, remains yet undiscovered. End of chapter 11